Hey everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of Behind the Blue Crew. Before we get started, we'd like to thank all of our listeners for the support that we've received over the past couple of weeks. Your support is what makes this show and all of our other projects possible. We'd also like to let you know that we are interested in hearing your ideas for the show. If you have anybody that you'd like us to interview or any topics you'd like us to talk about, please let us know. Winter sports season starts soon. It'll be fun to cover those sports. And Eli, I know you play basketball. How's it feel to have that season coming up? Oh, it's just the best season, no doubt, and I'm pretty sure everybody's looking forward to it, especially our girls' program. They're, they got a big season ahead of them. I'm not saying the boys can't do that as well, but we're just really looking forward to basketball this year. Yeah, so speaking of basketball, one thing we're going to be covering today is we are going to be talking about the student section and their involvement in basketball season. So once again, we have a great slate of topics on the table for today's show. So Eli, what are we starting off with? First up, we are going to be talking about the results from the WIA Cross Country State Championships. Next up, we are going to sit down with this year's Spirit King and Queen, Mineral Point seniors Bo Hansen and Grace Ingalls, discussing their time in the student section over the past three years and discussing what makes being a member of the Blue Crew so special. Finally, we are going to take a look at the basketball games and wrestling matches on the calendar for the remainder of the month. We hope you enjoy the show to kick things off. You're listening to Behind the Blue Crew on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Next up, we wanted to touch on some of the success of Dodge Point Cross Country over the past couple years and even going back to the start of the co-op back in 2002. One stat that I just find really impressive is the fact that the girls have won 17 SWC conference championships since the co-op started. Yeah, they're a little bit of a new program, but obviously shown some dominant success in their recent history. Yeah, and looking at the beginning of that co-op, I mean, not only did they win their conference championship in every single year from 2000 to 2014, they won sectional championships every year from 2000 to 2014, minus a little break between 2006 and 2009. That's very impressive, obviously, winning, it looks like, 13 sectional championships in that time you know making it to state all of those years it's really impressive for that team yeah I'd say that's very impressive not something you see every day yeah definitely a whole team effort more so than other sports in a sense you know you have to have every individual runner placing in a certain spot to have that much success now the Dodge Point boys have not been to state as much but they've had some very close finishes I mean they finished a state runner-up twice in 2010 and 2017 and I just think that shows a lot about the Dodge Point program in the cross-country history and they've really worked hard to get where they wanted to yeah so let's go back now and look at some of the uh, most successful uh, athletes in the history of the girls team uh, starting off Eli who was that first ever girl to make it to state for Dodge Point um, in 2002, it was Hope Linden. She placed 49th, and then the following year, 99th, and then the following year, 62nd. Looking ahead, uh, the first ever top 10 finish at state for the Dodge Point girls came in 2011 with Hannah Owen. She placed 7th. She would go on to place 8th in 2012, 
fifth in 2013 and 24th in 2014 and that brings us ahead to this year where dodge point the girls team at least had for the first time two finishers inside of the top 10 and one athlete place inside of the top five that is ellie robinson who placed fourth the highest finish in history for dodge point girls cross country Oh, yeah, those twins are something special. I, I got to get out to a cross-country meet to watch them. They're, they seem very good. Yeah, definitely a lot of buzz around cross-country this season. Now, looking over on the boys' side of things, Tommy Schmitz kicked things off in 2001, making it to state and placing 20th. I'd say that's a pretty solid start for a program. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then the following year in 2004, or sorry, not the following year, in 2004, Corey Sokol placed 116th. That's the new uh, golf coach for the Middle Point boys. Yeah, and then going ahead, a pretty steady stream of boys athletes making it to state for Dodge Point, 2004, 6, 8, and then three years straight in 2010, 11, and 12 with athletes such as Nick Day, Mark Schmitz making it twice, and Ian Ewers making it twice. And that brings us to 2021, where Dodge Point made it back to state, and Joey Robinson placed 95th. It's funny. I feel like we keep hearing that same last name over and over. Yeah, definitely runs in the family. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they're able to do next year. So... What do you think has really fueled the Dodge Point cross country team, both the boys and girls team, in their success? You know, over these past 21, 22 years, they've been just so successful in the postseason. It just feels like they just have a different motor when it comes to the postseason that not other teams have, and they just seem to rise above all else. Really good take. I mean, it's been really impressive to watch this team, and it's going to be really impressive next year as they are only losing one senior from Mineral Point in Haley Kearns. Next up, we are going to be discussing some players to watch heading in to the 2021-22 winter sports season. You're listening to Behind the Blue Crew. Welcome back to Behind the Blue Crew. Next up, we wanted to take a look at the boys and girls basketball rosters heading into this year and kind of go over uh, the athletes that are going to be on varsity and take a look at some players to watch. So first for the freshman girls, here with us today we have Lacey Lindsay and Ella Kroll. So first off, a question for you, Lacey. So we wanted to ask, you know, what are the goals? What have you noticed in this uh, girls basketball team? What do you think they're striving to do this season? Well, we've been working really hard at practice this week, and we want to continue getting better. So I think our overall goal, goal is to make it to the state championship. It's a pretty big goal. But this team, honestly, it looks like they might be able to accomplish that after last season's success. So, Ella, how do you think this senior class will perform this year? I think with the work they put in in the off season and in the past couple years, they'll come to perform this year, and hopefully, again, we'll make it to the state championship and win. All right, thank you. Now, moving on to the sophomores, we have Bell Waters and Breganin and Eli. What do you think these two are going to be able to contribute to this varsity roster this season? Well, just based off last year, I mean, they both were amazing on JV, and they are both looking to pick it up towards varsity this year. And now, moving on to the juniors, we have uh, Caitlin Cox, Kennedy Cabot, and Kennedy Winger, three players that I think are going to be able to have pretty good seasons, a few of them even contributing to varsity last year, especially as that team went into the playoffs. Um, Kennedy Winger was just great all year, and Caitlin Cox really stepped it up towards the end of the year and had an amazing state championship game. 
And now, finally, we have a ton of players to watch in this senior class, a whole bunch of girls that contributed last year during the state championship game. Returning, we have Delaney Ross, Mallory Lindsay, Ella Chambers, Blair Waters. That's a pretty impressive group of girls, and I think, you know, they might be the ones that are able to bring this team back to the state championship game and hopefully bring another gold ball back to Mineral Point. Well, yeah, I think they all got a chip on their shoulder just from last year, just like barely falling short. And I feel like they all think they can do it this year. And I really believe that they have a chance to do it. Next up, we have the boys roster. Starting off with freshmen, we have Eli Lindsay is going to be on varsity. Definitely, you know, coming off of injury, unable to play at the end of the football season. Looking to have a pretty good first year on the team and contribute as the years go on. Next up, we have this year's junior class. Uh, Cooper Paulskill, Maddox Jackson, Kobe Filardo, and Luke Kiskin will be uh, taking the jump to varsity this year. What are they all going to be able to contribute to this boys basketball team? Well, I think they all had great JV careers, and especially Luke Kiskin, as he played a lot, a lot of minutes this summer, and he'll be able to contribute a lot. All right, and finally, we have this year's senior class. A lot of names that you've heard, especially coming off of football season. We've got Owen Ward, Leighton Bowers, Dominic McVeigh, Tanner Gannon, Bodie Bossert, Drew Hottenstein, Joa Filardo, and Bryce Ackerman. Now, once again, a lot of really good athletes in this class, and how do you think that overall athletic skill is going to transition over to the basketball court and eventually to the success of this team? Well, I just think it's one of the most talented group Minter Point ever had, and they actually have a lot of friendship together, and they play very well with each other on the court, and I think sky's the limit for this team. We can go as far as we want to, but it could also be stopped short if we don't play as a team. Good take from uh, the lone freshman on varsity, Eli Lindsay. Next up on Behind the Blue Crew, an interview with Spirit King and Queen, Bo Hansen and Grace Ingalls. You're listening to Behind the Blue Crew on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Now back on Behind the Blue Crew, we're here now with Gibson Spurley, and he's going to help me have a conversation with this year's Spirit King and Queen, Grace Ingalls, and Bo Hansen. What do you guys think uh, stood out in their four years of high school to be Spirit King and Queen? Uh, I think the big thing that stood out was just showing up and supporting all the other teams uh, when you could. Obviously, I was playing some other sports, so sometimes I couldn't. But uh, just being there and participating in the theme and just bringing uh, all your spirit to every single game. I would say that what Bo said it mostly encapsulates like the whole definition slash, uh, yeah, the whole definition of spirit king and queen. Just you have to be a person who's gonna get the spirits or gonna get the student section up and rolling because we may be down 30 points in basketball and the student section will want to sit down, but you just gotta get everybody back up and get the team spirit back up and help them get back those 30 points. So I know you guys talking about basketball. You are seniors, but you still have two pretty two pretty big seasons ahead, and that is including basketball season as we're heading into that tomorrow. The girls tip off their season against Richland Center. What's what's how what's the level of excitement like around the season, especially you know for the girls who are hoping to have such a big season? Uh, I'm I, from my standpoint, I'm pretty excited. Uh, obviously, the girls getting second, being runner up. 
uh, last year. Uh, just that I just I j just can tell by um, talking to them that they're pretty hungry uh, for that gold ball this year. So that's gonna be pretty exciting being in the student section for them. And then the boys basketball um, as well. Uh, having a few good seasons in the last, but uh, definitely nothing they're satisfied with. So I'm just excited to be able to get to pretty much every single game I can get to and um, just be cheering them on and let's get the student section nice and hype. Yeah, it's always an exciting time to step out of the cold and into the gym with basketball season from football season. So I think we're all excited to get that warmth and to win some games with basketball and also to see the wrestling team go out this year. See, we want to get that state champ back and get better with some individual championships that didn't quite get there, but we're hoping to get there this year. Do you guys have any uh, predictions for next year's uh, homecoming Spirit King Queens? Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go with the prediction of the Spirit King next year with uh, Brennan Lynch. Um, my boy Lynch, he uh, shows a lot of spirit in, in a lot of the games and uh, definitely, I think, can uh, fill the role next year. So, uh, I would say it would be a tough decision for the girls, but from my personal experience of seeing the girls cheer on, I would have to say Olivia Wenhausen would be my pick for next year. If you've ever seen her on the volleyball bench, she's just an explosion of spirit and cheering and loudness for her team. Yeah, definitely to any junior listening to the show or even really anybody else. I mean, the way to become Spirit King and Queen, as Bo and Grace said, is to show up to the games and be loud and proud in your support, in your support of the pointers. Um, so, yeah, we'd like to thank you two for coming with us on the show today. Um, next up, we have a look at the upcoming events here in Mineral Point. Before we head out, we would quickly like to take a look at the upcoming events here in Mineral Point. Gymnastics is set to kick off next month, but this month, basketball and wrestling return. Starting off with wrestling, they were very successful last year. Two individual state championships, one team state championship, and Eli, this team promises to be successful once again. Yeah, obviously losing a lot of big key pieces to their program, but nothing they can't overcome. And speaking of success from last year, it's impossible to have that conversation while leaving out the girls' basketball team, making it all the way to the state championship game and getting oh so close towards the end of the contest. So, Eli, what is that team looking like this year? Well, with four to five starters returning, obviously they have just as much firepower as they did last year and some younger, some younger people stepping up into bigger roles this year, and they got a lot of talent. Yeah, and even with boys' basketball, this team has shown to be very successful over the past five, ten years, do you think that they possibly have a chance to step it up from last year to this year? Oh, yes, for sure. The senior class has a lot of talent, and they're hopefully going to get help for some underclassmen, but I think they have a lot of talent. All right, and before we head to the outro, we'd like to point out the Blue Crew themes for this month, starting off girls basketball versus Richland Center on the 16th. Kicking off the year with a whiteout. What are your thoughts on that, Eli? Oh, can never go wrong with a whiteout. I think the student section's that's a student section favorite. Then the girls team heads to Dodgeville on the 19th. Once again, going for a blue out, keeping th things simple to start the year. After that, the girls will head back home to face River Valley on the 23rd. Interesting theme here, going with construction worker. Oh yeah, that's a new one, but 
I, I see a lot of potential there. Definitely a lot of potential. And then finally, boys kick off their season traveling to Dodgeville on the 30th, and the theme is pirate. I think it'll be really interesting to see what some of the girls and the boys that don't play basketball do to prepare for that game and show up to kick off the boys' season. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of eye patches there. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of themes that we are excited about this year. We'd like to thank you all for listening to the second episode of Behind the Blue Crew. We'll be back in a few weeks, but for now, I'm Eli. And I'm Matthew, signing off. Behind the Blue Crew is hosted by Matthew Gunninen, Eli Lindsay, and Gibson Spurley, and produced by Matthew Gunninen. We would like to thank Grace Ingalls, Bo Hansen, Lacey Lindsay, and Ella Kroll for appearing on today's show, and thank you for listening to today's show. For more Mineral Point sports updates throughout the year, be sure to stay tuned to Pointer Media and MP Blue Crew, and stay tuned to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts for Episode 3 of Behind the Blue Crew, coming soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>